You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, everybody? Welcome on to this edition of WarChan TV. We are live. It's the recruiting call-in show with uh, Michael Langson, everybody. Make some noise, y'all. Hit that <laughs> subscribe button to the lower right corner of the screen. Subscribe to the website and enjoy yourselves. We're going to take phone calls. We're going to take comments from everybody on social media, maybe even a comment or two from the Tribal Council. What else can folks do to show some support for us? Here? Yeah, you can hit the like button for us, guys. That helps us uh, promote these things uh, all the time. Uh, we love bringing it to you. So if you hit the like button, it helps us really just keep pushing our product. And, and if you aren't on WarChant, why not? I mean, it's uh, everything's there for you, recruiting, uh, team stuff. You know, it's uh, we're getting ready to start the season. If you're not fired up, uh, Mike Norvell just had a big uh, breakdown of, uh, I guess, going into the first game in Notre Dame. So uh, it's a lot of, uh, lot of excitement and Certainly going to be a lot of excitement from this, uh, you know, call-in show and and uh, recruiting this weekend. It's going to be really big, and I'm sporting the new shirt, guys. How you like? What do you think? Yeah, pretty good. But um, but yeah, um, just uh, hit that like button. It helps us promote uh, the heck out of these things. Definitely. How crazy is your weekend going to be, Michael? This is going to be a pretty big uh, visitor weekend, no? It will be very big. Uh, right now, we have uh, 11 official visitors. Um, uh, you can see the visitor list on the premium recruiting board. Um, it's, it's very hectic and we just added, I just added one, a big one this morning. Five-star Julian Armello is coming, uh, for the, uh, for the big Notre Dame game. So, uh, um, he confirmed that to me. So, uh, you know, Julian Armello will be there along with a ton of other guys. I don't know if it's going to be an official visit yet, but I, I definitely, uh, the feeling is, uh, expectation is he's going to be there. So certainly big news for an already star studded list. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun and going to be tons of guys there. And, uh, as people can see the official visit, I broke them in categories for you. So everyone on here in categories, official visitors, and then below the official visitors, as, as Aslan can show scrolling down, is, is the unofficial visitor list, all the 2023, uh, 2024, whatnot. Um, this is this is constantly being updated every, feeling like every hour, but uh, it's going to be consistently updated until we get to game time. So it's going to be a lot of fun. These are all officials, like Kevin Coleman, official, A.J. Duffy, official. Yes. These are official visits? Yep, that's 11 official visitors this weekend. So Man. it's going to be hectic. 
they're going all in on this. Good for the staff. That's that's having confidence, bringing all your top guys into uh, witness a uh, opener against a really really good team, top ten team. Uh, this guy's a top ten guy in my life. It's look at we were talking about him the other day. He's already here, man. Willie's here, dude. Willie freaking <laughs> let's go, Willie Psycho. I love you. I told you about him. Yeah, we talked we talked about Willie uh, yesterday. Uh, you know, we had our staff meeting, and and I I brought up Willie. I'm like, man, nobody touches Willie, and then Willie just right off the bat, just jumping, uh, throwing down. Willie, ask a question, buddy. Give me something. I got a lot. Of, I got I got an hour. Give it to me. Dollar dollar bills. Willie, I mean, we haven't even said anything. Well, actually, Michael's talked to you about all the, the official visitors coming in, so he's giving you some information and news. You're crazy. I love it. You're a madman, and then the best way possible. Thank you so much, Willie. Uh, for real. I mean, that's. That's all I can really do right now is I'm behind all these computer screens, but just want you to know that we really appreciate the support. That's amazing. That's amazing. Absolutely. All right, let's see here. Um, Noel Yakin, how many recruits are we up to now to be at the game? Like, What's the overall number, you think, Michael? Like 20, more than 20? Yeah, there's going to be a lot more than 20. Uh, you know, you got 11 official visitors, and then you're probably – I think when you add it all together, by the time the game starts, uh, Noel Yakin, uh, you're talking about um, – around a hundred kids uh, that are going to be, they're going to be there. Uh, we're, and I'm breaking down. I'm talking about every kid. I'm not talking about just FSU guys. There's going to be guys that just show up there that are going to be recruits. So you, you could have close to a hundred, uh, but it's definitely going to be above the 50 mark. Um, it's definitely going to be above the 50 mark as far as total overall recruits. It's going to be a lot. Speaking of close to a hundred, Michael. Let's go, Rob Raithman in the house. 99-99. Rob, come on, Bubby, love you, man. What are you doing? I you threw know? the I threw the lob to Rob, and Rob spiked it. Like, I okay, mean, you want you want to talk about a hundred? Okay, I'm gonna lay a hundred. Here perfect. you go, Rob. Thank you so much, man. Again, I I can't say it enough. I I'm terrible at these sort of things, but I am sincere. I I really truly mean it and appreciate just uh how kind and generous you guys are. Uh, not Absolutely. only with your time, but then also doing that too. I mean, shoot. Uh, Rob, post a comment. Willie, post a comment. Something. Let's put up on the screen. Let's get you guys a, a victory lap here. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Hey, Michael, while we wait for them to uh, maybe send us a question or so, let's go to the phone line, shall we? It is a uh, recruiting call-in show after all. We already got three folks lined up in the queue. Let's go to Virginia Beach, Virginia. We got the mayor, Mr. 757 himself, Gator Kirk in the house, y'all. Give it up for Gator Kirk, y'all. Let's go. What's up, Gator Kirk? Let's go, fellas. It's game week. Oh, oh man. Awesome. Bringing it. Let's All go. right. I like it, Kurt. I Let's like go it. Indeed. Now what do we do? Now what do we do? What do we what do we, yell at Michael something? Ask a yellow question, Gator Kurt. Bring it. Matt, now we gotta settle down a little bit and and, and prepare for Sunday. Right. Um, there you go. My question is how much influence will the NIL have on recruiting? I mean, it'll have some influence. It, it's a really a base. It's a person, uh, prospect by prospect base. As far as some kids, they're big on it, and some kids, you know, it's it's not so much important compared to other things like, you know, uh, the way I fit in there, the way I feel on campus, so the, the what what they're doing uh, with my position, what they do with me as far as the the, the academic thing I'm majoring in, uh, you know, how accessible they are with that. But I do think NIL is going to be a big part where 
and FSU's taken a taken a really strong stance in that that they're doing a lot of showing a lot of different things. Um, you know, we've seen kids with uh, starting their own barbecue with Alu Bao talked about that, and it's just there's a lot of different avenues you can go. So I think it's a big part, but it's not like I don't think a lot of kids are going to be picking a school just because of NIL or somebody does something a little bit better in IO. I think it's, I think it's part of the, the equation, but I don't think it's going to be like the end all end all as far as why they picked that school. Didn't um, Travis Hunter put out something about easy money isn't always the right money, something like yeah. that a while back. Yeah, he did. And, and it's a, it's a very smart comment, but that's not surprising from Travis. Travis is a very, detailed guy as far as when he talks about stuff and 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 he's right it's not it's not always easy man it's like a lot of these things you have to research inside the nil to see if this is going to benefit you as a player because it might benefit what, what might benefit one player might not benefit another and you know certainly looks like easy money for certain places might not be easy money when you actually start doing it you might not be getting the uh, the amount of money that you think or the amount of revenue to come from that, then you think, and I think that's what Travis is trying to point out to people. And, and it's, and it's a really good help for FSU when you have a guy that people listen to like Travis Hunter. I mean, he's the number one player in the country. When you, when you say stuff like that, it means more and it makes people think more when, when a guy like Hunter says something like that. All right, gentlemen, I appreciate you taking my call. Make sure if you're not a member of WarChant that you go ahead and sign up. You can do it for 30 days free before you make that full commitment. Let's go ahead and beat Notre Dame and go Knowles. Thanks for all the content that all of the WarChant people put out there. Have a great night. As always, go Knowles. Let's go. It's Gator Kirk, everybody, bringing the juice, getting us going on this recruiting call-in show live with Michael Langston here on WarChant TV. Hit the thumbs up button, y'all. Gator Kirk said so. Thank you for the call, Gator Kirk. Eric Angel is also here throwing down some doll hairs. It's a little bit of that. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you very much. I think you're actually going to be in town. Let us know. Be at the War Chain Appreciation Subscriber Listener Appreciation Party, 2 p.m. Corner Pocket Saturday off Appalachia Parkway. Eric says, what's up, guys? Knowles football finally here. We're only five days away. Dontavious Jackson days away. Hopefully we land Marvin Jones Jr. Michael, who do you think will be the next commitment? I mean, I don't really have a name yet, but I think it's probably, if it is, it'll come from the 2023 class more than it will 2022. I think a lot of these guys are, if they haven't set, I mean, we have the September announcement of, um, or not September, but I don't want to say October announcement for Jaleel Skinner. I think it's on uh, October 9th, if I'm not mistaken. So you have that. Uh, so that could be one. I'm not going to sit there and predict that because I, I don't know yet. Uh, I think it's uh, I think Miami, FSU, Alabama. Those teams are all heavily involved. So I got to see how things go this weekend for me to go out. I just don't think there's a 2022 guy that I'm just going to like jump on like, hey, this is going to be the next commitment. I think I think it's probably going to be a 2023. And I think they could get a few guys uh, off maybe two or three or maybe four from this weekend. Uh, everything if everything clicks well so I think I think it's probably going to be a 2023 guy I'd have to think about who that name would be uh, but it's hard to pinpoint that until these guys are actually here for a game and I can see and I can get a feel for 
what it's like, uh, you know, on campus and just, you know, how things are going and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I think there's a, there's a lot of guys I can choose from. And as far as Marvin Jones, I think F- I still feel FSU is, is the team to watch. Uh, that's the team to look. And so, uh, it's, it's going to be fun, but until I get a vibe about how these kids feel about being and seeing an FSU game in person, it's, it's kind of a wait and see for me as far as the next commitment in this class. All right. Thank you for the question, Eric. Thanks for the uh, tip. We do certainly appreciate it. Look at this guy. Pace yourself, Ray. Pace yourself. It's a 13-week season. Come on, Ray. Let's go. $100 in the jar, courtesy of our guy, Mr. H-Town, uh, Ray Pereira. Hope you're doing well, big guy. Do we get to see you Saturday, 2 p.m. at Corner Pocket? Ray, let us know. Uh, Michael, what's the potential upgrades, I guess, from four to five stars in this class? Let's go. I'm trying to feel what he's trying to ask there. Um, well, I guess, who do they have committed right now? It's a four-star that might get bumped okay. up to a five. That's what. I, that's how I interpret it. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a there's a few in there. Uh, I certainly think Sam McCall, you know, fits that category. He he can he can definitely be bumped up to that area. You know, very uh, explosive. Uh, you know, playmaker all over the field. Uh, can play some receiver. Uh, I think he's a guy to certainly watch in that commit list. Um, so you can scroll down here. I can kind of look at all these guys. I mean, you still have to mention AJ Duffy in there because he's a top 100 type of guy. So he could potentially move up there. Um, so th- those are kind of a few that jump. I think Travion Williams. I think Travion Thomas. Come on, Bishop Thomas got to get some of that tape, man. If he puts if he puts some more tape, like he's yeah. got right out there now. I mean, come on. I think Travion Williams is a guy that really just jumped out to me. I think he's really going to move up the rankings uh, when you look at you know to his game. He's already at 141. I think he just does stuff that, and he has the size that you look for that really just he changes games to what he does. Um, and so I think there's there's several guys in there, two or three guys, and those are kind of the guys that just jump out to me as far as maybe moving up to that, you know, having a potential to you know be a four or five star. Okay, very nice. If that was not the question that you had in mind, uh, uh, Ray, let us know, please. Go ahead. Yes. And- comment at the bottom I'll, I'll pop it up on the screen but that's that's the way i interpreted your question thank you so much ray you're awesome you're already coming in hot for the season last week uh dropping 200 pills on <laughs> you know it's amazing love you guys man uh, he says he's gonna be there everybody's gonna be there 2 p.m a corner pocket i wasn't gonna be there but if ray's gonna be there i gotta go now so uh we'll be there hey let's go grab a phone call shall we uh michael this is uh things are dude this is west in the villages Wes, uh, always trying to get involved on the show, so we do appreciate it. Wes, what's going on, man? What up, Aslan? What's going on, Michael? How you doing, buddy? Do- doing well, doing well. Uh, game week is here. That's right. Yeah, feeling pumped up, feeling excited. Lots going on. Content coming out. You guys are cranking it out. I'll thank you up for good work. Uh, so real quick, Michael, I got a question about there's a, obviously a slew of visitors uh, mm. for the Notre Dame game. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say when we win or after we win, uh, speak it into existence, if you will. And this could be for any visitor, no matter what class they're in. I'm going to set the over under on one and a half commitments after the conclusion of that game. What are you taking? Well, are we taking like, if you're we talking, are you okay? You're talking about your win, but you're also talking about right after the game. 
So are we talking like a yeah, week I mean, after the game? The following, but like the day after or just, you know, right after within a you know day or two or something. I think it's going to be similar to kind of um, what I said with, uh, you know, the elite camps, which is I went with three or four. Um, not saying I'm putting it out there. I'm saying three or four will be impacted as far as FSU will land three or four guys probably from this game at some point. I'm not going to say it's right after the game might be a week or a week or two, but you know, we've seen that with, uh, with these events where, you know, kids are committed, but then it's not publicly announced until later. So I think there's a chance to get between two to four. I mean, I think uh, from this event itself, if they win, yeah, I think it's probably going to be three to four, maybe five. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, it's going to be such a big event. And so, uh, you know, I mean, there's going to be so much going on and the hype and the environment. It's just, I think if, if, if they go out there and, and, and win that game, I think just off the emotion of it, you might get a, a couple players commit just, uh, you know, just due to the excitement of it all. I mean, potentially not saying yep. they will, maybe it's just, uh, you know, maybe it's a silent or maybe it's like you said, a, a few down the road at a certain point. But I just I think a win would really probably springboards maybe guys pull the trigger a little sooner rather than later. Yeah, it'll be big. I mean, guys that have already set announcements, they'll probably wait. Uh, but I think there's some guys where you you definitely will impact them. Uh, either way, it's going to be a dis, uh, just a, a, a tidal wave of momentum if you do win that game it will be absolutely a big shift is i mean they already have a lot of positive momentum but it will take it to a level that they haven't seen since jimbo was here and i'm talking about the jimbo early years where you were landing like you know top guys every every year you're in a lot of top guys so it really shifts it to a higher level that we have not seen if they are able to pull off that win Yeah, yeah, agreed. And one, my other question. So, um, let's just say some of these uncommitted guys that were definitely in the mix for Pritchett, uh, Coleman, Skinner, some you know some different dudes. In your opinion, if we win six to seven games this year, you know, and we'll say six to seven, definitely nothing less than that. Six to seven wins, if not more, but six to seven wins, and show a good product on the field, show growth, show improvement, don't have any ugly game blowout, you know, things like that from last year. But do you believe that that will potentially keep those guys that we're trending for looking good for? Do you think that'll be enough to, to get them in this class or will it take something greater? No, I think, I think, I think people get so locked in on like certain numbers, but I think the important thing is the growth of, of the program that you mentioned. And then also, if you're showing growth, the chances of you winning six or seven games is pretty good too. So I think if you win that, I think, you know, winning a game like Notre Dame and then say coming back and beating Miami at home, you get those two wins. That's something that you can, you can utilize on the recruiting front and then just consistently showing a growth in product every week. And and you get, say you get to the seven win mark. Yeah. I think that's going to be enough to, Certainly, whatever guys like Jaleel Skinner, um, Kevin Coleman, those are that's what they want to see. They want to see that can FSU compete with these other teams. It's not everything. Everyone, everyone based on everything the wins, and it's 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 a growth process. It's a step process to everything you do, and 
the step process for FSU is to show they can consistently play and beat some of these teams that are that are top-notch teams or considered you know top-notch teams and if you can do that consistently and play across the board competitively yeah sir, that that's going to be what recruits are looking for thanks for the questions Wes good hearing from you very again. cool yeah buddy hey I want to tell you uh, uh before I forget uh Wes Durham on the uh, Packer Derb show this morning, give Warchan a shout out. I don't know if anybody told you about that or not. No kidding. Look at that. All right, good. Thank, thank you, Wes. And Wes. Make sure you pass that along to Corey because I know he's always, uh, you know, razzing about those guys and stuff, having a good, you know, laugh about, you know, talking about what's what they, you know, what's on the show and whatnot. So I thought it was pretty wild that they, uh, they mentioned Warchan. So that was pretty cool. Nice. Very nice. Thanks for the heads up on that, Wes. Appreciate yeah, it. Also, yeah, no worries. Also, I want to let you know I, I'm planning on getting out to the corner pocket there on uh, Saturday, so I hope to finally meet you uh, guys. All so, right, man. Um, you know, I'm, plan- I'm, I'm planning on being out there. And uh, anyway, you guys keep up the great work. Thanks for taking the call. So, Corey, I said what's up. Maybe I'll see him out there Saturday. Yeah. And uh, y'all, too, uh, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to that YouTube channel. The content is off the charts. Subscribe to WarChant.com. Go Knowles. Have a good evening, fellas. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate the phone call. And uh, as you all know, hopefully should know, subscribing to the YouTube channel is totally free. doesn't cost you anything. Either does hitting the thumbs up button. That'd be awesome if you could do that. We certainly would appreciate it. I think uh, Wes kind of got to a little bit of the question from Carol that I popped up on the screen here too, Michael, just about what could a win on Sunday do for the recruiting process. I know we want to believe that if they were to beat Notre Dame, it's just going to open some sort of floodgate. But I guess the good thing is that win or lose, everything should be trending in a pretty good direction for the recruiting class. Yeah, I think the main thing is just showing a good product on the field. I mean, if it's a competitive, really close game, and I mean, that's what recruits want to see. Yeah, you want to win. Winning takes it to another level because then you're establishing yourself like, okay, what we're building and you guys coming in with this 2022 class, now you see what we're building. So it's about establishing and solidifying kind of what your message is. Now, they're not telling kids like, hey, we're going to win nine or 10 games this year, but they're telling kids like our product's going to be improved. Our part's going to have growth. You're going to see the growth from last year to this year. So that's, that's what they're selling. And we want you to be there so we can take it to competing for the ACC title and national title in the next few years. I mean, that's, that's, that's what their plan is. So I think the main thing is just showing growth in this game. The atmosphere is going to be ridiculously sick for people that haven't been to an FSU game at Doak at night. It's ridiculous. It's going to be wild. Crowd's going to be loud. That place is is just electric for any game, but uh, night game is going to be crazy. And, you know, they just have to go out there and show a a positive product. And I checked the weather. Weather looks good. So it doesn't like we're going to have what we dealt with with uh, Virginia Tech a few years ago where you had, I think, a lightning delay. I think think we look good. Knock on wood. We'll see. But um, I think it's just a, a great event that's setting up for them to show you this is how much we've grown as a program and as a football a football team. And um, yeah, if you win that game, the like I said, the momentum is going to go up there to a level that we haven't seen since the year where FSU was landing Tim Jernigan, Jameis Winston, uh, you know, Carlos Williams, all these type of top players, uh, recruits. That's what it's going to hit to where, and it changes the perception of national people of how they're going to view FSU and how they're going to talk about FSU. So, and not only that, but the recruits and, and stuff like that. Then, as I said before, and I'll cover this in my preview coming up later this week, I think on Thursday, and 
then you follow that up with some consistency every week with what you do. And then, then we're talking about something where recruiting's really going to hit a level that is at an all-time level. And you can really – coaches can't sell this, oh, well, FSU stinks or FSU's, you know, rebuild mode. They're going to be like four years away. They can't use that anymore once you start seeing a, a, a growth in product on the field. Well said. Well said, Michael. Let's keep it rolling here on YouTube. Everybody, uh, thanks for being here for us. We're live. It's the Michael Langston Recruiting Call-In Show. James B. is here. James B.'s feeling Harry. I love it. Let's go, James B. Speaking of Jimbo. This is our time. It ain't their time. It's our time. Mr. Big Guy. James B. says, go Knowles. I was able to avoid disaster this weekend. I guess he means literally with the storm. Thoughts and prayers out there by Louisiana who's been affected by it. I think uh, there are several Florida State players and coaches that have ties to the New Orleans and Baton Rouge area. Uh, from what I've heard, everybody's pretty good. Their families back home are, are safe, so glad to hear that. Um, says he's ready for this coming weekend. Hopes to finally meet us at some point this weekend, like recruiting is to a football team. Oh, we are the lifeblood. Ah, no, we're not. Maybe Michael is. I'm, I'm just some guy. <laughs> but thank you, James. Come on, man. Just be on generous. Thank you so much, man. 2 p.m., corner pocket Saturday. Hope to see you there, James. Uh, I know you and Corey are already friends. You guys hung out in Pensacola the other day, so... Um, Thank you, James. If you got a question, post it below. You don't have to give us any money. Just just post a question. I'll pop it up on the screen. I promise. Yeah, we can't wait to meet everyone at Corner Pockets. Uh, you know, it's going to be fun, uh, especially James. I have never met James, so be fun to meet James. And certainly, uh, we're just here. I mean, you know, whether it's me, Corey, Aslan, Gene, you know, Ira, we're just here to give you guys everything we have. Everything uh, for me, it's about everything we're recruiting. I'm going to give you everything I have. I'm going to pour everything into it. And same thing with the with the dream team that we have of guys that that do incredible coverage. And uh, I got a preview coming up on Thursday. I think it's extremely detailed. I think you guys are going to love it. And then I know Ira and Corey and the gang, uh, they have a lot of stuff coming up. So uh, we appreciate that, James. Uh, but it's it's definitely a team effort. Don't let Aslan tell you he is a he just pushes buttons. He does a lot lot of stuff for us, guy. Tom, push buttons. It's just push buttons. That's what I do, man. I do. Tom Lang, uh, Jeff Cameron, all these guys do a, a phenomenal job uh, behind the scenes uh, with a lot of stuff that we do. So uh, it's the whole team in general. But we appreciate that. We can't wait to see you on on Saturday. Yeah, thank you so much, James. Appreciate it, man. Uh, we are we are worldwide. We are nationwide. Some random person in Texas says that Oklahoma is going to go three and nine. A&M is going to go six and six. And Arkansas is going to win the SEC West undefeated. I love it. I love it, man. You're going to spin off this planet. Keep it up. Let's keep this thing up. Let's grab a phone call here. We'll go to our uh, it's our guides. It's the lovable, affable Daryl in Thomasville, North Carolina. Daryl, good evening to you, friend. How are you? Good evening, my friends. Touchdown, Florida State. How y'all doing, my friends? Doing better. We're doing, we're, we're doing good. We hope we hear that a lot on uh, on Sunday night. Yeah, we 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 go have that have that game over over here in Thomas Field. I'm gonna, I'll probably I'll have to uh, my neighbor, my neighbors probably go uh, think I'm crazy over here hollering <laughs> for Florida State being in the in the in the Tar Heel State, but uh, they just will have to uh, learn to live with it. So, um, uh, but uh, I just want. Uh, Mike, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, uh, it's good that that uh, our mail is going will be at the game on Sunday. Or I hope hope it's an official visit, but uh, we'll we'll I guess we'll we'll see. I know we're uh, getting up there. We already got six uh, official. I mean six uh, 
uh, linemen already committed. Well, and uh, I, I know they're after Pritchett, you know, and uh, Arbella. Are they going to, if both of them want to jump on board, will they take both of them or are they just going are they just at are, are we pretty pretty close to to the, to the limit already? Well, I, I can't see the. Uh, thanks for the question and call, uh, uh, Daryl. But I can't see them turning down both of them. I mean, if they want in, they're going to be in. Uh, they're going to load up on this class, even if that means you take eight. You know, so be it. But um, I think it gets to a point where numbers are a problem. Then they'll say, "Hey, do you want in or not?" You know, we got to make a decision. You know, that kind of stuff might happen, but I just can't see FSU turning down either one of those kids. Uh, uh, they obviously want them. They obviously high on either one of them. Obviously, if you get one, it kind of solidifies what you need at that offensive line position, which is they've done an incredible job. But I just can't see them turning down those guys if 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 both of them want in. They're just too good and. And I, I don't see Atkins turning down a guy that's uh, a five star, or in my in my feeling, a rivals one hundred guy with with Julian Armella. But um, and then Elijah Pritchett, I think he's a top one hundred type player. So I can't see them turning down a talent like the, either one of those guys. So now, like I said, going back to kind of refreshing, if it comes to a situation where say they get Elijah Pritchett, and then they you know, let um like Julian know, like, look, we're on low numbers. We need to know if you're going to be in or not, you know, then they might go to another position and, and, and his spot be taken there, but they're not going to wait around forever. Let's, let's put it that way. Um, but uh, they would take them. I think if they want them. And uh, I got another question for you. I know uh, Skinner is, is coming in this weekend and uh, I, I think his visit is, is a, uh, is an official visit, right? Yes, it's an official visit for Julio Skinner. Oh, okay, and I know his I know his announcement is coming up in uh, in October. If he has an if he, if he has an excellent visit, I guess his he could uh, actually uh, have a what they call a um, uh, I guess a soft commitment or or you know tell the coaches he's coming and then not not say anything until. Uh, October, right? Yeah, he could certainly do that. I mean, we've seen that with several kids, you know, with Daughtry Richardson. Obviously, he told the staff early. Quayshon Sapp told the staff early. So there's several guys that have already told the staff before, way before when they were publicly committed. So, yeah, technically he could do that. Obviously, it's an important weekend. Um, he's already officially visited Miami. He's officially visited Alabama. So FSU needs to match that and show, you know, obviously – the advantage FSU has is that when he's taking an official visit, he's going to see an electric atmosphere. He's going to be, you know, Alabama, Miami couldn't show him that because there wasn't a game when he visited. It was just in the summer. So that advantage FSU will show and they'll, they'll certainly can jump on that, but they also need to make a strong impression about the culture at FSU. The NIL presentation, I think is going to be very important with uh, Jaleel. Uh, I think that's key as far as in this race. And, and I'd say, uh, you know, I, that's kind of the the factors of, of this thing. I think he's already comfortable with what Norvell is going to do because uh, with him, because I think Norvell uh, has already told him we're recruiting you as a receiver, which he likes. Uh, in fact, he's he said to me a few times that I prefer playing receiver over tight end. So I think that's kind of an attraction. So they just those things are things that they have to highlight. 
and really just uh, just nail on this official visit weekend. Just do a good job of that, and and uh, you know I think they'll have a good shot at uh, pulling this off. All right, it was. Thank you guys for all you do, and uh, y'all y'all hit the thumbs up, uh, uh, thumbs up, and everything. Subscribe to War Chant. I got uh, Florida State winning thirty-one to seventeen, and uh, we all y'all feel that fill that stadium up. Uh, do that War Chant, and uh, I wish I could wish I could be there, but maybe maybe I could see y'all another time. And uh, y'all uh, go knows and let's let's. Uh, Let's whoop up on them uh, fighting Irish and send them back to uh, uh, send them back to where they where they come from with the tail tucked between their legs. Coming on. Let's do that. That's Daryl. Everybody, it's in Townsville, North Carolina. If you're not stoked, check your pulse. You're not living. It's Daryl. Everybody, we love you, man. Thank you for the uh, for the question, the call, the energy. We love it. We appreciate your passion, man. Uh, let's keep this thing rolling. Uh, by the way, James B does have a question. He gets to ask questions. Everybody can ask questions, but it's if. If it's really good, I'll pop it up on the screen. But if you throw money at us, I'll pop it up no matter what. Uh, James B. says, uh, starting lineup, Michael. He wants to go team. He wants to go team. Um, anything surprise you at any position looking at the depth chart, I guess? Um, yeah, I, I looked at and I actually broke it down with my brother the other day. So I was looking at it, and I don't think there was too many surprises. Obviously, quarterback, there's absolutely no surprise. Uh, um yeah, I don't think there was anything that we, I, I guess the only thing baby on baby or not baby on, but um, Dante, Dante Lucas yeah. not being not being a starter may, that surprised me a little bit. But then I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, they're going to rotate a lot of guys in there, so uh, I think they want to have depth and 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 what I liked about I don't I'll be honest, guys, I don't really take a lot of solitude in in the depth charts because for me it's about what the reps are in the games when I see them. I mean, so you you can have a starter there, but the guy that gets reps is probably a backup or maybe a two or three. So I think it really, for me, depends on what I see in the first two, three games uh, as far as reps. But um, what I saw, what I was impressed with, with the depth chart was you saw a lot of guys rewarded for really good fall practices and really good springs. It wasn't just, it wasn't just talk. It wasn't just like, we're not going to walk the walk and talk the talk. It was like, you know, we'd, we've been hearing from Coach Norvell about Dennis Briggs a lot. We've been hearing a lot about Kalen Deloach, DJ Lundy, um, even Travis J. These guys we've been hearing a lot about, uh, Robert Scott, I can name a few more. But they solidified that by backing up that when they did these depth charts to say, okay, these guys are starters, clear starters. Um, so I think that for me was the biggest thing of, you know, following through for what you're saying and not just – it's not just coach speak. Um, they're being pretty direct about, Hey, these guys are staying now. And, and here, here, here's what the depth chart reflects and, and showing that, um, Malik McLean, I'm not stunned. Uh, I actually thought he was going to win the starting job, even though Parchman is a very experienced receiver. I would not have been surprised if, uh, McLean would have won that. So I think they're both going to play a lot, but I, I think the depth chart was, was similar to kind of what I expected. There was a few surprises in there here and there, but I think overall it was about what I expected. All right. There we go. Thank you, James, for the question. Michael, thanks for the breakdown. Look at you. He knows that he's not just a recruiting guy, everybody. He also keeps up with them when they when they arrive at the campus. Uh let's go to YouTube. We're all here. Let's uh, let's talk to our guy. Guys, this is a very special occasion. The Godfather himself, 
has been kind enough to grace us with his presence. The Godfather. This is his dad. Oh, yeah. he this is an Ed's show. Way. Ed's show's Wake Up War Chant. I sure let me play for Wake Up War Chant. I'm giving you way too much traction over here, Ed, but I, I joke. But do drink some Deluna coffee, y'all. It's available in Publixes all across the state, so check it out. Uh, he says they'll be giving away a couple of War Chant bundles at the corner pocket. The bundles include these awesome tumblers as well as their great coffee. I'm just going to hold up some hot cocoa just to show you just how awesome it all is. And uh, the tin of either sea salted caramels or like chocolate covered espresso beans. So wow, like 40 bucks or something like that, but they're going to give away nice. a couple. So come on out. Uh, hopefully we do get some recruits to commit after our win Sunday. He says, great seeing Jeff, Corey, Ralph, James, me and others in Pensacola last week. So thank you, Ed. Uh, I'll, I will. I will see you. Hopefully, I should see. Yeah, you, you get to you get to see me and Aslan. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you, Ed. Um, we're excited, and um, I just I I'm thrilled. I I'm very pumped up about you know seeing all the people that yeah you know, we talk to regularly, and it's going to be a lot of fun at, at Corner Pockets. Yeah. Maybe keep six feet from me. I mean, we can dap up real quick, but then I want some distance. <laughs> off, just letting you know. That's you know, so just if we're out there, just let me know. Uh, Travis J's here. Travis J. Travis, ask a question, man. Don't be scared. Uh, he's very optimistic. He's a very positive. He's one of those garn and gold diehards. Says enjoys all the great content. Having a hard time keeping up with it all. <laughs> you and I both, Travis. You and I both. <laughs> uh, good stuff, uh, boys. Travis, you got a question, man? Let us know. Post at the bottom. We'll uh, we'll talk about. It. We'll kick it around. So. Uh, Michael, so what have you been up to, man? I haven't seen you forever, man. So uh, have you been have you been calling kids? Like, are you sent all these interviews up with everything? Like, how's it? How, how are things going for these kids starting their football season, trying to get their season started, but also trying to keep an eye on what Florida State's been doing this offseason and preseason? Yeah. So what I've been doing, um, obviously, a lot of it's preparation for the season. Um, a biggest thing I have is the Friday night rewind, which we revealed the last two weeks. Uh, it was the first week was. Last week was the first official week where everyone was really hitting the field. That's kind of my big baby where I, I put a lot of, of work and in, intel into that thing. Uh, Friday Night Rewind, you'll you'll see it every every Saturday morning when you get up. It's going to be there. Uh, so I worked heavily on that. I've been communicating with a lot of recruits that I know are coming to the game. So I've been putting together this list that's taken me like weeks to put together uh, as far as all the guys are showing up official visits about the kind of been locked in for a while, but mainly these unofficial visits. So I've been working on that last week. I went to Thomasville, watched uh, Gabriel Harris and, and Adam Hawkins play. going to post that observation, I think later tonight. And then, um, and then this weekend I got a bigger treat. I'm going to go to Lowndes to watch Lowndes versus Lake Gibson. Uh, which is uh, Sam McCall versus uh, Jacuri Brown, the quarterback, and then Kermani McLean, 2023 DB, and then and then run, running back Jalen Glover also for that team that FSU is still heavily recruiting. Um, so I will be there uh, in uh, Valdosta, Georgia, to watch that big matchup. But that's kind of some of the things I'm working on. I hope, you know, maybe in uh, later in the midseason, I can start working on this 2023 hot board. But without the numbers – I really can't do that yet, but just kind of prepping for this big weekend. I've been prepping for about three or four weeks to get ready for uh, the monstrosity of, of recruiting information that I'm going to have to deal with this weekend. Michael, what is this? This is new <laughs> me, man. Bishop Thomas is sitting out of senior season? What? Yeah, yeah. he actually told us that, Aslan, when we interviewed him when he committed. He actually said that he was uh, going to sit out um, – 
you know, for his senior season. I think he just wanted to get ready, get his body ready for what he's going to do at FSU. Um, I'm not a fan of it, LB, to be honest. I, I prefer you play in the season, uh, especially a guy in Bishop Thomas's his capability. The kid's just ridiculous. Look at this. With his skill set. Um, I would prefer him playing. I'm not big on high school kids sitting out. You know, college kids are, you know, guys I can understand, but high school – I don't know. You can always get better. There's always things you can work on. So, you know, Bishop's got to make his own decision of what he feels best, uh, you know, maybe to get himself ready for Florida State. But uh, I personally, uh, I haven't talked to Bishop. He's supposed to be here this weekend. So I'll probably ask him more about if he is still doing that. Um, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not exactly forward in the high school ranks. I just think it's way too early to do that because High school, I think there's so much development that you can, uh, even if you're a five-star, even if you're Travis Hunter, there's still stuff that you can develop with your game going into college. So, Didn't, uh, he, didn't he just transfer to a new high school? Didn't he like come to uh, like Orlando or whatever? And it, it, yeah, yeah, he's from St. Augustine. Uh, he played at okay. St. Augustine over there in Louisiana. Um, so I don't know if he's still doing that. He Ooh. told us that. He told the media that uh, when he committed to FSU – that he planned on sitting out for his senior season. But um, I hope it's not a trend. I'll say that, LB. I just hope it's not a trend because I think uh, you get so much benefit in playing that high school season and, and uh, things you can pick up. All right. By the way, this kid's ridiculous if y'all ain't yeah. watching this film. So, right. do we know what the coaching staff thinks about this? I mean, I, I assume they're still recruiting him, and if, if they weren't cool with it, they would they'd be cooling on him. I mean, I think they kind of just left it up to him as far as a personal choice. It's like, uh, I think they would, you know, certainly they, they would want him to play, but at the same time, they know what they're getting. So they know what Bishop Thomas is. I mean, so I don't think they're stressing one way or the other. I think it's just a personal decision that, hey, do what you got to do. Just make sure your butt's ready to play when you get to Florida State. I mean, I think that's kind of their message. Uh, speaking of Bishop Sycamore, um, AJ <laughs> Duffy, uh, he's tearing it up. We did ask about maybe moving up to a five star. How it, could he flirt with it? Do you think, Michael? I think he it's going to be tough for him because I, th I think he will be in consideration because he's definitely anytime you play for the best team in the country, you're playing great teams just about every week, except for last week where the, the screw up with ESPN, uh, you know, playing some team that don't even have a high school, but. Uh, let's let's not blame ESPN for televising it. IMG scheduled that team. I don't think that ESPN, too. You know, so. Yeah, so it's on both of them. But um, but at the same time, um, AJ's going to play great teams every week. You know, so elite teams every week. So if he plays well and he puts up high numbers, um, he's certainly going to have a chance to be in that five star conversation because of the those those ceilings. I mean, you got great teams. You put you put big numbers up against elite teams. You're gonna you're gonna make an impact to people that do these rankings and impressions that do these rankings, obviously his size is, is something that they'll, they'll probably look at, but you know, whatever. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think, um, I think the main thing is, is him performing at a high level. Now the hard part, why I say it's going to be hard is IMG. I mean, if you haven't watched IMG guys, they have so many studs on that team. I mean, five stars everywhere. So <laughs> you're not always going to see AJ throw the ball, and we've seen the first few games they've run the ball a lot, so he might not be able to put up these gaudy numbers where you're throwing for 400, 300, 400 yards. 
So hopefully the competition gets better where they'll force AJ to throw the ball more. You get the bigger numbers and then, then we can see more, but that's my only downside of AJ is that he's not going to get enough work throwing the ball uh, to maybe move up the rankings of where, where you want him to be. But um, I think there's definitely a possibility if teams start competing more against IMG than what we're seeing. All right. Travis H asks about this. Uh, also, Ed, our friend out in Pensacola about linebackers. So I guess big picture, how are we looking at the linebacker position with some prospects? Well, there, there's tons of prospects. Um, I think it's the main guys still so far. I mean, Omar Grant's committed to FSU. Jaron uh, Willis is is like uh, going through girlfriends and, and back and forth with FSU. Like he's had two girlfriends and he's trying to find out which one's the best. Um, he's coming for the FSU Notre Dame game. So that's another one. Uh, Wesley Basante from Miami is the one that they're heavily involved with. Miami FSU battle, still close battle there with those guys. And then um, trying to think who else. Uh, Daniel Martin is visiting officially to FSU this weekend. Maybe a commit watch there, as uh, might be a commit watch to watch uh, with, F- with FSU there. So we'll see. But those are the main targets. I think for the the linebacker position right now, you also have Aubrey Smith from out of um, Grayson, that place for Grayson in Georgia. Not sure how hard they're pushing. That's probably reflectant upon where they sit with a lot of these major targets that they're going after, like like Martin Willis, um, you know, Basante, because uh, it sounds like they're going to take three in this in this uh, class. Maybe outside chance at four. But those are kind of the main guys that I've heard so far with FSU that are involved with, and kind of that's where they stand. So not only did I give you all the guys, I gave you kind of where things sit a little bit with yeah. those guys. Look at that. Extra credit from Michael Buford. Stand up. That's home of Corey Clark. Corey Clark's all the modern, if I'm not mistaken. So PK Sam went there, too. You might have heard of him. Uh, let's see. There was a good question here somewhere. I'm trying to find it here. Oh, yeah, Andre Elam. Michael, did you see my man Zion Young? Rush defensive end out of Westlake, ball out against Colquitt County last Friday. Yeah, it was funny. I watched some of that game. I mean, I was at Thomasville, but I was watching the game on my phone. Um, I did see him. I saw him, um, Andre. He was making plays, and he was consistently in the backfield. He played a really good game. I don't know what he finished with stat-wise, but, yeah, Zion was showing out, and he snapped a uh, – I think it was a 34-game uh, home winning streak for Colquitt County beat him at Moultrie and that doesn't happen often. So great game, Zion. If you're watching, buddy, you balled out, man. I like what I saw. Um committed to West Virginia, but I like him as a prospect. He's a good one. Westlake, really good school in Atlanta. Really good school. Six six two twenty five. That can hunt. I mean, shoot. We got a couple of those guys on the roster right now. I can use more of them. Yep. Rob, what are you doing? Rob, <laughs> what a question. Don't just give us money. Come on, man. Golly, God bless you, though. <laughs> Rob, you're the man. Rob, you're getting – I mean, Corey and I have to meet about this and discuss who becomes pillars. You're getting close, Rob. You're getting very close, man. Thank you so much, Rob. Again, man, post a question at the bottom. Man. We'll pop it up on the screen. There's got to be something on your mind, man. Don't be scared. Um, otherwise, Michael Kuhn asks, what's the scoop on MJJ, Marvin Jones Jr.? Yeah, I, we discussed him a little bit earlier. It's just it's it's still very early for Marvin. He's going to take visits. Uh, obviously, uh, he hasn't really taken the official anywhere. 
he's going to officially visit FSU for the um, the Miami game, if I'm not mistaken. That's when uh, his official was lined up. Not going to decide till December, so he's not in a hurry. There's no real – I don't think there's a real scoop, uh, Michael, on is it. He, but I is think, he early enrolling, Mike? Is he trying to enroll in December? I think that's the plan. Okay. I think that's his plan. I think FSU has done the best job. I think they sit in the best spot uh, with Marvin Jones. Um, has several, you know, FSU also gets the last official visit. Um, I think he's waiting to see, uh, to notch down that fifth official visit he's going to make. Uh, but I think he's going to take them all. He's going to go through the process. But I think going into the season, FSU has done the best job connecting with him and his family, uh, connecting with him as a person, not Marvin Jones's kid. Uh, Marvin is uh, shade tree is very rarely mentioned at all. FSU doesn't, it's, it, they fall focused on Marvin uh, Jr. as Jones Jr. as the person and what he brings and uh, why they need him, which is obvious. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think they've done the best job, and I think they're, I think they're the favorite to land him. I think uh, FSU's in, in a good spot going into the season. Obviously, you got official visits coming up, but. I think uh, performance on the field, certainly we talk about that with a lot of these recruits. That will certainly help FSU's cause. That's the one thing that these other big boys can can bow out their chest on, you know, that, you know, like Alabama and Ohio State and Oklahoma, they can say, hey, we're a productive program consistently. FSU, what have they really done? So I think they're going to have to show some, some growth. And I, I think that's really – all Marvin's looking for is just a growth in the program. And I think that's really what the main thing they have to show. And, but for now going into the season, I think they've, I think they pushed all the right buttons so far, but it's, that was the first part of recruiting. Now we get to the season. That's another part of the recruiting. And and now once he takes these officials, uh, things will start heating up. Uh, I have a feeling he'll show up to a few games at FSU this year. Wouldn't surprise me if he was there Sunday, but, um, Definitely, he's going to keep a very close eye on FSU, and I think out of all the schools, they're doing the best job so far. All right, winding down, we're going to take our last phone call here. we got lots of comments still uh, trickling in here. Uh, maybe some quick thoughts. Uh, Johnny Burkett, or Johnny Burkett, Travis Hunter, offense, defense. He's coming as a cornerback, but in my opinion, he's going to – I'll just make – I'll make this pick that I think he's going to play more offense his first few years, and then he'll play more defense in the later part of his career. Uh, So I think freshman year, I think he's going to play a lot of receiver just because where do you need him the most? You need him at receiver the most. The receivers are, it's kind of suspect, you know, as far as what you got there, he could play anywhere like, uh, but, I think he's going to play both offense and defense um, to start with. and But I think m- we'll see more of him on offense, in my opinion. That's my opinion. Okay. Uh, I'm Rick Cotton, why haven't top teams been on Eden James, Edron James's son? He rushed for over 246 against Heritage and all their five stars last Friday. It's a good question. Maybe because he's Edron James's son, he's probably going to Miami. That's probably why. Uh, so I would guess that he's probably a lot to go to Miami. That would be my guess. And, and schools kind of know that surprise. There's not a forecast out there for him yet, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a big game. Um, credit to Ed and I mean, that's a really good uh, team. He did that against and, and 
you know, that's the dominant performance. And uh, but yeah, I mean, what do you say? I mean, Cedric and James's son. I mean, so I'm sure the reason we haven't heard more about other schools is probably because he's probably indicated to people around him that he's going to Miami. That will be my guess. Andre Elam says, guys, I love the show and everything War Chance doing. You all is about to really blow out. Well, say it with your chest, and Andre. Do you really mean it? Say it with your chest. <laughs> he does. He just gave us 20 bucks. Thank there you. There you go. Oh, man. Go, man. Let's go. Thanks, Andre. Appreciate it, man. I know you're always trying to give some shout out, uh, some some shine to the kids in Atlanta. So we do appreciate you scouting out for us. Michael can't be everywhere all the time. So if you guys are scouting people out there, let us know on the show. Michael, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down on the show. If you guys yeah. tell us a name, I'll break it down. Uh, shout out In the Wind 2. We got to find out In the Wind 1 and get your name back for you. Hashtag Horn Gang OG. It's game week, guys. Let's channel that winning mentality and will our team to victory. Hashtag Go Knowles. Absolutely. I I can't even imagine how excited I'd be if this happens. Say it, Don. 43-35. Wow. Oh, if they win that, if they win like that, ooh, yeah. No, def- no defense, huh? <laughs> no no defense. Um, uh, let's take this one from Andre since he's been so kind, and then we'll take our caller here. Uh Anthony Hankerson. Do we know anything about this kid, Michael? I know the name. Um, I think he's a yeah, he's a starting running back at um I want to say uh, St. Thomas, and yeah, he's very good. Um, I actually like the Fletcher kid from American Heritage, but Hankerson's really good. I mean, he's very low-centered to the ground type of guy. He's not blistering fast, but he's very good between the tackles, very good between the tackle runner. Uh, he's not going to blow you away with his speed, but his balance is tremendous. Love uh, just uh, the the way he, he absorbs contact is different than a lot of kids. He doesn't it's not, he's, he's got, you got to drive through the tackle and it's very difficult to get on the ground and, but his vision and, and his ability to run between the tackles is what I love about Anthony. No FSU's not really recruiting him, but he's a guy I do like. Yeah. I control the show. I can pull up what I want and I don't know why I'm going to do this, Michael, but every show, (laughs) even like wake up fortunately, what's up with Dustin Hill? He's not here. It's not going to be here for the season. Yep. I guess they're hoping maybe, you know, December enrollee, maybe. Well, the thing is, that's why they took Marcus Kushney, because they had a spot. They used his spot to take that spot because they had a spot. Um, Destin Hill, from everything I got, guys, it's the same report I tell you guys, he is expected to be here in January. That's what I was told. Okay. That's the word I got. That's what Ira's hearing as well. Um, that hasn't changed. They're expecting him to be here. Like, that's what the expectation from FSU is. This is a situation where, oh, we're not going to talk about him. We don't know. It's like, that's what the expectation is. So, that's all I can say. All right. Let's take our final caller as we approach the top of the hour here. <laughs> the War Chant recruiting call in show with Michael Langston. We got the Pitmaster. He's back. Pitmaster was on earlier. Um, yeah. He was, yeah. No, he was on Trench Talk yesterday, I think. He's back this time around. What's going on, Chris? How are you, man? Not much. Just trying to get some stuff done, but figured I'd take a break. It's a good chance to take a break. Absolutely. There you man. go. Yes. Uh, I got a couple questions, uh, Michael. One of them, you know, I started thinking about it. Um, you know, some of the schools around Middle Georgia, like Northside, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't seem like they uh, favor Florida State much. Do you think there's administrative blocks that go on? Yeah, I think there's administrative blocks around different areas. I mean, 
some areas are like, well, we got to get to know these guys. We don't trust them. They got to be around them. So, yeah, I think there's certain schools that you have to work your way in there. Obviously, they have connections to a lot of different places like Carver in Columbus. They do a good job there. Obviously, they have Ryan Bartu who's tight with them. Most of the schools in Atlanta, I think Alex Atkins does a great job as far as them trusting him a lot as far as a coach. And they have several guys on their staff that that recruit Atlanta pretty well. I think Marcus Woodson's very good in the, in the Georgia area. But, yeah, I think there's certain schools like the north side one that, yeah, you're going to have to work your way in and, and, and build trust. And, you know, that's some, some schools you have previous relationships and then some schools like Northside and other places that you're going to have to work your way in and, and prove yourself as a staff that, Hey, this is a place you can feel safe sending your kid here. You can feel safe that we're going to take good care of them. We're going to develop them. We're going to develop in the man. We're not going to let things slide. We're not going to let things, uh, these kids just do whatever they want to do. We're going to, we're going to grow them and mold them. But sometimes that takes time uh, as far as developing. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they can do that. Cause you know, the more I'm there, it turns out talent. I mean, uh, yeah, I see it all the time. We talk about bringing guys up, you know, on the show and stuff like that. But I always wondered why they always go North, but I guess it's probably a favoritism thing. I assume. I'm sure it is. I'm sure there's, there's schools that, that some of the coaches push and, and, uh, and, and FSU, unless they grew up a fan of FSU, you're not going to really just be adamant, like I have to go there. So um, I think you'll eventually get in there, but if FSU shows the growth in their product and, and they get kids on their campus, I think their opinions will, uh, they'll start swaying some of their kids to FSU. So it'll happen. Um, my other question is, uh, you know, as the high school season starts, there's actually going to be some kids that are committed to having a successful season. Is that something the coaches take into consideration, like taking their foot off the gas pedal, not bothering these kids while they're focusing on their own season and stuff like that? I think they give them their space. I definitely can't speak for all the coach stats from different schools, but I can say with FSU, they give these kids a lot of space. Um, they're not hitting them up. Now, they are texting them, uh, doing the things that to let them know, like, hey, we still love you. Just because you're committed don't mean we're just going to forget about you. But they do consistently stay on them. But they do give them space. Like, they know, you know, these kids need time to do their studies. They need time to do things outside of football where you can breathe and relax. And and they also understand, like, these kids spend a lot of time studying film. So, uh uh, for their opponents or what opponent they're going to face. So I think for the FSU staff, they give them a lot of space. They give them a lot of time. and and But they also make sure they know, like, hey, we want you bad. So just because you're committed don't mean we're just going to quit recruiting you. So they stay on them pretty hard, but I think uh, they give them the space that they want. Okay. Yeah. Seems like common sense to me, but, you know, I didn't know how the culture is these days. Yeah. But that's about all I've got. Uh Go Knowles this weekend. Can't wait to see it. I'm excited, unlike Aslan, apparently. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, Chris, everybody wants to know if you can make it out. Ed says we need barbecue. Ray says I agree, Ed. We need barbecue. James is like, where's the guy from Perry? He's the master smoker, correct? People want their barbecue. Yeah. I I would love to come down there. Uh, we've got 
big uh, dove hunt set up Saturday. Uh, it's like a traditional thing with a couple of different families, and it'd just be kind of a hard turn and burn to go down to Tallahassee afterward. Might have to set something up for later on this season. Though. There we go. The there Labor Day dove hunt, y'all. It's tradition. Respect the tradition. Thank you for the question, yeah. Chris. Thanks for the call, man. Have a good one. Appreciate it, Aslan. Yeah, man. I'm excited, man. I just show it in different ways, everybody. I just, you know, you can love your you can love your kids, but like, you know, you don't have to be that over the top, like, oh, my kid's the smartest kid ever. Everything to do is special. I just I'm that's not how I love my Florida State Seminoles, man. I just I, I show it in a different way. He's jacked up, guys. Trust me. He's yeah, jacked up. Yeah, yeah. If you see me walk in the parking lot to the game, you throw me a beer, I'll slam it. I promise. I'll be then I'll be really ready. <laughs> Um, we're done. Hit the thumbs up on your way out. Michael, obviously it's going to be really busy. I don't know. 72 hours. Shoot more than 72 hours. We're, we're like five days away from the game or whatever. Uh, what, what do people have to look forward to over at warchant.com here in the next few days, at least on the recruiting aspect, because we'll have the team covered frontwards, backwards, everywhere. Right. Like, uh, I mentioned from the outset, we're going to have a Thursday preview. I think it's going to be a really kind of, it's a different way of looking at stuff. And I think, uh, it's kind of my focus on what's going to be the keys uh, important uh, to this weekend as far as recruiting. And then, two, obviously on Sunday, uh, I think Saturday, some of these kids will start arriving. So we'll start having kids on Friday or Saturday. Maybe some kids that aren't playing this week, they'll already visit FSU. And then I think on Sunday, um, that'll mostly be just recruit reactions. We'll, maybe we'll be able to get up with some of them, but you're talking about late at night when that game's going to be over with. So Probably most of our really extreme coverage will be on Monday because I think most of the kids are going <coughs> to probably stay there till Monday. So that's when it's really going to just explode on Monday where you'll see a lot of follow-ups to these visits, updates, how, how things went. Did they land a commitment? Obviously, I'll probably share some nuggets on Sunday night, stuff I'm hearing uh, about recruits from this event, uh, even Monday maybe. So it's going to be nearly every day uh, from Sunday through Monday. And then we're going to get up with all these guys and, uh, and see what uh, noise FSU can make from this game. That's right. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. Thanks to all our callers. Thanks to Gator Kirk. Thanks to Daryl. Thanks to Wes. Thanks to Chris. Thank you to everybody who tipped in the jar. You guys are awesome. In the wind too. Andre, Rob, Travis, Ed, James, Ray, Eric, Willie, Willie, you slide dog. You. He was Didn't a, he the question. He, he didn't did even ask the question. Just dropped money and left. So here you go. Here you go. I'm out of here. Anyhow, thank you all for watching, listening, all that good stuff. He's Michael. I'm Aslan. Stay connected to WarChant.com, the ultimate seminal sports horse. Hit the thumbs up, y'all, please.